Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. Free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636 778 3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, from the farm.com. These 
farmers are amazing. It's a it's it's a family. They're they're here in Missouri and they have the desire just like I do to see people well and to see people healthy and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass finished, grass fed, meaning that's it. Uh, a beef and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs. They have chickens and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving. And if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, But if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef or quality eggs, chicken, turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm, uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. FedFromTheFarm.com. I hope it blesses you. Uh, wanted to give everybody uh, a heads up that uh, we'll be meeting, obviously, this week, next week, and then the 19th is our last week. And I just wanted to thank you all for, you know, being part of this group. I hope it's been a blessing to you. Uh, we start our new group on the 9th of January. Uh, should you have anyone that you feel like would, would be blessed by it, we would certainly appreciate the referral. Uh, this is a wonderful blessing to the gym. Uh, that we do this program and uh, the revenue from it really just helps to stimulate the gym and it it really helps to stabilize the gym, especially in these hard times where uh, we don't get as many new people that walk in the door, uh, but yet we're able to still get out, you know, to get to people uh, through this method. So, you know, if you've got people that are unwilling to go to the gym and you know that they really need help with their health, they're going to be more likely to make a shift in January than any other time of the year. Uh, so given that your willingness would be to refer them to this type of program, we would very much appreciate it. And we can get them added to the group and then that will start on January the 9th. I also wanted to let you know that if you've really enjoyed it and would like to continue to do it and would like to continue to listen to the messages, uh, we always give a discount for someone who has done it before. We have multiple people that have done it multiple times. Uh, The cost for a person, if you have done it before, which you guys all have, would be $85 a month versus $125 a month. So if you'd like to continue in the next program, we can get you signed up and the charge for that would be $85 a month. Um, the uh, modules do have some variance uh, from session to session. Uh, so yes, you're going to hear a lot of repeat information, but like for this session for you guys, I actually added a whole um, three new modules uh, because of COVID and just all that had come up from that. I wanted to teach you guys, you know, just some different things that I felt would arm you and help you uh, through what we're all going through. In addition to the fact that we're a lot of times we were at home and there was just a lot of things, different things going on. So ultimately, um, I, I will have some different data, you know, so if you decide to continue and do it again. 
But enough about that. I just wanted to um, invite you all to continue if you would like, and that will start January the 9th. Uh, and we'll do it the same exact way that we've been doing it. We'll just add you to a different group. Also, just so you know, you invested in this and you get to keep it forever. We never delete the group. The, the messages are always in there. So you'll always get to have um, you know, these messages. So you can go back to them anytime you would like. All right, so the first thing I wanna talk about a little bit is fructose. And that is gonna be the sugar that is derived from fruit. Um, first thing I wanna to explain to you is that sugar from fruit is the only sugar that the liver bears all the brunt of. So even when we take in glucose, uh, the liver is really only um, taking on about 60% of the brunt of glucose, okay? But when we take in fructose, uh, it actually bears all the brunt of it. So meaning that it can get overworked by having too much fructose. And this is why we see so much obesity with high fructose corn syrup. And that's why we had such a surge in obesity because we started using high fructose corn syrup. So am I saying that I think we should do sugar? Uh, no, uh, but the liver is not as taxed by sugar as it is by high fructose corn syrup. So do I think you should do sugar over high fructose corn syrup? Always but in no way, shape or form am I suggesting that you do sugar, so don't get any ideas. I'm just saying it's far better because high fructose corn syrup is basically sugar on steroids. Um, so just to let you know that. Then as far as just fruit is concerned, um, I, have a little, I have a little card from a client. I didn't even think about pulling it out, but I'm gonna pull it out. I keep it in here because I like to show people. Um, this is my client, Jerome Simon. He made this cute picture for me uh, with his cholesterol numbers. And this is nine weeks after, it says nine weeks with Debbie. And it's so sweet, he put the logo and everything on it. Um, his total cholesterol before he met me was 240, and that's why he started with me, was because he needed to lower his cholesterol. He didn't want to go on medication. And um, his HDL was 31, his ratio was 7.7, .7, his triglycerides, want you to remember this number, were 420. And his LDL was 123. Well, I looked at his diet and he actually really didn't need to lose that much weight. Um, he actually had a pretty fair shape. I mean, you could tell that he could stand to lose 10, 15 pounds, but I mean, it was difficult to know why he had such high cholesterol. And then when he told me what he ate, I realized it and he was super frustrated because he had been trying to eat healthy for quite some time. And his wife came to me and his daughter came to me as well. But uh, when I looked at what he was eating, he would start the day with maybe some strawberries. And then in his mid-morning snack, he'd have a banana. And then with lunch, he would have an apple. You know, so he'd eat a chicken breast and an apple. And then in the afternoon, um, he would just go down and he would get like a handful of, like a, a little container of nuts uh, from the whatever stand at his work. And then they would have a fruit cup, which would have like melon and stuff like that in it. Now at dinner, he didn't eat fruit, but he always ate like rice or quinoa or something like that. And so his fructose levels were in excess. I mean, he didn't eat fried foods. He didn't eat bad fat. I mean, he did eat cheese, you know, so we did, we did take the cheese out. So in nine weeks, he went from a 240 cholesterol to a 157 cholesterol. 
He went from an HDL of 31 to 45. He went uh, from a ratio of 7.7 .7 to 3.5. You want you know that ratio gap to be as low as possible. He went from triglycerides at 420, and they went down to 71 in nine weeks. And his LDL was 123, and it went to 98. So this was a life-altering change for him. He did not ever have to be put on medication. Um, and he, you know, gave me this as a thank you card. And so I've kept it for years. This was many, many years ago uh, when, when this helped him. But the craziest thing about it was just that ultimately, you know, most people would have looked at what he was eating and said, Oh, it, well, that guy eats really healthy. And all of his coworkers thought, well, and they even said this to him. They said, I mean, if you have high cholesterol, then I don't stand a chance. He was over consuming on fructose uh, wildly. And then at nighttime, he would have starch. And so he'd have all this fructose in the day, and then he would end his day with starch. And it just was keeping his weight up and it was keeping his triglycerides up, uh, but also was, you know, messing with the rest of his cholesterol. He had even a little bit of a high blood pressure issue, uh, even though he was still eating all those healthy foods. So we want to consume between 15 and 25 grams of fructose in a day. That's it. Okay, 25 is a little high. If you are trying to lose weight, which some of you listening are not trying to lose weight, so you don't have to adapt if I say that, don't adapt it to you. If you're not trying to lose weight, then don't don't take on you know that particular particular topic or that advice. Uh, but if you are trying to lose weight, then you really do want to stay more around the 15 grams of fructose mark. Okay, so a banana, an orange, an apple, or a cup of grapes are all equal to 15 grams of fructose. One serving. So <laughs> when you do one-on-one -on -one nutrition with me, that's why I don't give you banana, apples, oranges, or grapes. That's why I keep those out. Because if you're trying to lose weight, I'm not going to get any weight off with apples, bananas, oranges, or grapes. All right. Now, if you have stabilized your weight, then I might put those things in and put you in a position to where, you know, you have them with the types of ingredients, the right amount of fat, the right amount of protein, so we slow down the absorption of the sugar. In fact, whenever I'm trying to put weight on someone, I will give them bananas. I give them bananas and almond butter, and that's a great way to put weight on a person. So just be aware of that. Now, the lowest fructose fruits that you can have uh, are going to be berries. Strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, and raspberries. Even cherries a little bit, but I wouldn't ever just do cherries by themselves. I would just do cherries on their, or I'm sorry, in a group of other veggies or uh, other fruits. So you don't want to just sit, do, sit and do a pile of cherries. I would do cherries mixed in with the blackberries and the blueberries and the raspberries and the strawberries, okay? But those are going to be the lowest. So they're going to be about three to five grams of fructose. So much slower to convert to sugar, much lower amounts of sugar. You're going to be way better off, definitely going to be able to facilitate weight loss more. But it's not just about weight loss. This ties into cravings as well. It ties into insulin resistance. It ties into your sugar sensitivity. If you're bringing in too much fruit, which we know is still a very healthy option, but still can blow up your blood sugar and still can cause you to need more sugar and ultimately put you in a position to where you're craving more than you should.
okay? So we've gotta make sure we balance. What I normally do is have someone have a cup of fruit for breakfast and a half a cup at lunch, and then I'll be done with it. Or maybe I'll have them have a half a cup at breakfast and a half a cup in the afternoon with their snack, but none at lunch and none at dinner. I never ever recommend having fruit after three or four o'clock. You don't want to build the blood sugar and then make it to where it falls right before you go to bed and then you're craving things. Or you're going to go basically go to bed uh, and you're going to wake up in the middle of the night and you're going to be hungry or your sleep is going to be disrupted or you're going to wake up the next day feeling hungry and tired. So ultimately, you want to put yourself in a position to where, you know, you are not having fruit past your mid-afternoon snack, okay? And I would not have fruit three times a day. I would only have it twice a day, if not once a day. And if you have a tendency to be super, super bloated all the time and you feel like you could have a yeast overgrowth or a bacteria overgrowth, you really want to be cautious with the amount of fruit that you're having in that case as well. All right, dried fruit. I've met very few pieces of dried fruit that were not rolled in cane sugar. Look at the ingredients on dried fruit. I can almost guarantee you, if you're eating craisins, you're eating sugar. They are rolled in sugar. If you're eating raisins, they are rolled in sugar. The only raisins that are not rolled in sugar are golden raisins, and they're very hard to find. You can find them at fresh times. Sometimes you can find them at Whole Foods. I've used them before in my baked goods, but they're still grapes, so they're still high in fructose. But, you know, two or three of them in a muffin, it's not as big of a deal if you want that chewy texture. Uh, but I would not just sit and eat a pile of dried raisins uh, at all. Dried fruit is tough because you really don't find a lot of clean dried fruit and you can overeat on it much easier because it's just so much easier to eat it faster. So be cautious with dried fruit. Apricots are usually without sugar. They're pretty safe. Uh, dried mango is usually without sugar. Just still have to look at the ingredients though. You don't want to take my word for it. Um, Whole Foods has a dried pineapple. But again, still always look at the ingredients and see if you have sugar in there. Uh, I would stay away from figs. I would stay away from dates. They are very high fructose. So, I mean, in some cases, the sizes of them can be higher than 15 grams. I would not do protein bars that are combined with figs and dates. You're getting a lot of fructose. And you think you're eating healthier, but it's not. It's still a lot of sugar in that bar. You're so much better off to make your own type of bar, or you're so much better off to just do real food, whole food, not like quick snack bars. But if you really are going to do something, take a scoop of your protein powder, a tablespoon of your almond butter, a couple dashes of stevia, and make yourself a little energy ball from that. You know, or just sit and eat that tablespoon. You don't have to put a bunch of sugar in it. And then sit and eat your berries on the side or dip your berries into that, you know, instead of a bar that has too much fructose and then it has not that much protein. I mean, usually it's like nine grams of protein. It's not even that big a deal. That's not a meal and it's not a meal replacement and it's not a great way to lose weight either if that's what you're trying to do. But it's also a good way to keep those cholesterol levels up if you're having too many of them too often. Uh, Freeze-dried fruit, that's actually okay. Look at the ingredients and make sure it's crunchy and crispy like a chip though. So it's a little different than dried fruit, but that actually in most cases is okay and it's a recommendation that i give to people when they're on the fly and they really can't bring a cup of fruit with them um, then also 
really being sure that you do not ever consume fruit juice. Don't give your kids fruit juice. Oh my goodness, you're starting them in prediabetes just by giving them that fruit juice. It is terrible. So we're talking about these uh, fruits basically being high in fructose and there are people giving their kids liquid oranges or liquid apples so they're not getting any of the fiber and they're getting way more fructose because they're consuming more than just one orange in in the cup and they're consuming more than just one apple it is a killer for kids it's why so many kids are overweight now obviously so soda it's way worse it's soda i mean it's just sugar water but fruit juice isn't much better okay so do not drink fruit juice under any circumstance in my opinion do i ever think that you should consume uh, any type of fruit juice it is a bad idea and when i have people juice with their juicer i never include fruit maybe a little bit of lemon okay but i never ever include fruit i do not believe in having fructose in a liquid form so when you're sticking with fruits if you know you don't have to only eat berries for the rest of your life so there's obviously other things that you can have but if you're trying to lose weight i would stick with berries and i would stay focused on berries and then as you start to stabilize and get to a place that you're comfortable with then bring things like melon or a kiwi or half a grapefruit or um maybe a little pineapple mixed in with your berries or a little mango mixed in with your berries that's okay as you start to get to the place that you want to be at if you're already at that place experiment with it if you have high cholesterol watch it and if you have high cholesterol i'd maybe consider uh potentially doing only a half a cup serving at breakfast and a half a cup serving at lunch just so you know um then i also want to give you guys some ideas on marinades so some ways that you could just make meat taste a little bit more interesting so it's going to be a little creative with you guys um and i'm not going to post this in writing i'm just going to read this over to you but what i would do is if you want more information i would go out to pinterest and just type in clean marinade gluten-free dairy-free sugar-free marinade or whole 30 marinades and you'll get lots of ideas now when you do that if you're unsure of something take a screenshot of the ingredients only if you can don't even post well i guess if you want you could post the recipe because everyone else might enjoy it but just take a picture of those ingredients for me and we'll look at it in the group and see if there's anything that needs to be altered okay so the first uh, meat marinade is a cilantro lime and this one calls for olive oil, lime, cilantro, garlic, and stevia. That's it. So imagine if you're marinating your meat, just use some olive oil, use some lime, use some cilantro, some fresh would be good. Um, garlic and stevia, and that's it. And get that meat marinated and just have a whole different taste. Now, understand this is a meat marinade. Why couldn't that be a dressing? Why couldn't you just throw everything I'm about to tell you? Why couldn't you just throw all of that into a blender, blend it up, and make that a dressing and just put that over your cauliflower rice and your chicken or put that over your whatever whatever you want to put it over but I mean there's no reason why that can't be a dressing okay now another one would be sweet chili sauce uh and it, this is uh one of those things where you know it'll kind of you know you gotta have to have a, a special taste preference for this but you'll get 
a, a clean version of chili sauce, and Primal has one. Uh, and then you'll also get coconut aminos. Uh, you'll get red chili pepper, red wine vinegar, tomato sauce, and hot sauce. Test the waters with different amounts on those things. Blend it up, whisk it up, and you've got yourself a marinade. I would use that in the crock pot. That would be amazing with the roast. If you guys put like a whole can of uh, tomato sauce in there, uh, put that chili sauce all over, dash, dashes of coconut aminos all over, a little bit of your red chili pepper, uh, red wine vinegar, a couple dashes, uh, and then just a little bit, a couple dashes of hot sauce. Oh, that would make an amazing roast. It would just shred inside that sauce. And then what I would do is I would make a separate sauce on the side that you could then pour all over that shredded roast. That sounds phenomenal. I almost feel like I want to make that for Christmas. That'd be like a good Christmas roast because it's red. I think I should make a recipe card for that. I think I might do that. Um, all right, jerk chicken marinade. Thyme, allspice, stevia, salt, pepper, garlic powder, cinnamon, cayenne, olive oil, and lime juice. So that's a lot more ingredients, but none of them are really hard. It's not like, it's not like you're probably, you're probably gonna have all of those, except for allspice maybe. So thyme, allspice, stevia, salt and pepper, garlic powder, cinnamon, cayenne, olive oil, and lime juice. That's for a jerk chicken seasoning or just a jerk seasoning. You can put that on uh, steak too. Uh, then just a garlic marinade, olive oil, apple cider vinegar, coconut aminos, stevia, salt and pepper, and of course garlic. Uh, yogurt and curry. You could do the coconut milk yogurt, the unflavored coconut milk yogurt, lime, curry, salt and pepper, and stevia. I would not like any of that because I don't like curry. But if you do, that would give you an idea. Uh, chipotle lime is the one uh, that we talked about in the beginning, but it was cilantro lime. So the chipotle lime changes a little bit because we put paprika, lime, garlic, olive oil, and apple cider vinegar. Now, if you like it a little bit spicier, put a couple dashes of hot sauce in there. Guys, I think that these are like amazing ideas. I mean, just ways that you could, like just there, I just thought of like a, a whole different uh, way of making a roast, you know? And, you know, what I would do is maybe put a little bit of bone broth in with it, you know, so it's not just the sauce, you know, and just so nothing really like sticks or anything. And then I would do the rest of that stuff. So, and then you could also think you could put chicken breasts in there and do it the same way. You know, maybe just a little bit of chicken broth, not a lot, and then, you know, the bone broth, and then put that sauce on top of it, and then it's just going to shred into that sauce. And then I'd have a thicker sauce on the side that you could just top it with. That sounds amazing. You guys should try those. Those sound phenomenal. That's got me motivated. I haven't looked at those notes since my last group, and so I haven't come up with anything super creative uh, with it, but I think I'm going to come up with a couple recipe cards uh, for uh, everybody out on uh, Facebook and Instagram for that. I think that'd be good. I think that Christmas holiday roast could be, you know, kind of something fun and different. I might work on that tonight. John does this game thing where he has uh, four of his friends come over and they go, they play this Dungeons and Dragons game. And so I just try to stay away so that they have fun. And then I show up when they're kind of getting ready to finish and make sure they have protein cookies and muffins to eat. So I might work on that tonight. Uh, 
a body and movement that what I want to talk about a little bit is a shoulder press. Um, I am a unique trainer that I always really try to look at someone's structure when I'm working with them. So if I feel like something's going to cause a muscle imbalance, it's going to trigger their trap to get overworked, uh, which will ultimately end up triggering this part of their neck to get tight, which is going to come into their eyes and cause headaches. Um, I really watch movement patterns for that reason, because I feel that if your shoulder posture is off, which is what I've taught you this entire time, I feel that if your shoulder alignment is off, then your hip alignment is going to be off, which is what we've talked about. Now, what we can do you know, is the things I've taught you, the, the bar rotations, the wall slides, the chest doorway stretching, the foam rolling. That's what's, what we're going to have for mobility and flexibility. Uh, but what we can do to strengthen you and like, remember how I taught you about rowing and how that helps to hold your shoulders back and keep your shoulders back. What we can do is, is we can put you in a position to where uh, we actually build your muscle appropriately to keep you held back. So the reality is, is that yes, the flexibility is important. Yes, the mobility is important. But if you're not strengthening yourself correctly, you won't be able to hold those flexibility changes that you create. So a standard shoulder press would be dumbbells up, up. Okay. So what I always have someone do, and I want you to watch my elbows when I do this, is I have them turn their knuckles here. Did you see what just happened with my elbows? I didn't do that intentionally. Watch. My elbows go slightly forward. My elbows come slightly backward. Okay, so if I'm shoulder pressing back here, what's going to happen is my trap is going to be the secondary mover on that. That's what's going to be what's going to resist. Okay, when my knuckles are like this and I come down, it's pretty amazing. Our lats end up being the secondary mover, and that ends up being what does the back end of the exercise for you, like the resistance part. That's what's backing you up. Like it's got your back. Your back has your back. But what happens is, is on a shoulder press like this, with your knuckles like this, your neck and traps end up getting the impingement, and that's an area that's always tight on someone because of what they typically do for a living. So I always suggest doing a shoulder press with knuckles out, okay? And then what we do is we go straight up. We do not come in with a shoulder press. When you come in with a shoulder press, you immediately start to activate the trap, all right? So knuckles out and straight up. That's what we're looking for, straight up. That's going to get a great pump to the front delt, and it's also going to work the rear delt a little bit. And the rear delt is going to end up helping to make, from a, a, an appearance standpoint, it's going to help to make your shoulder look more rounded uh, so that it, it actually has that round part in the back, not just in the front where it doesn't just go flat in the back. Uh, but having that strong rear delt is what ultimately helps you to keep your posture and keep your shoulders held back on the regular, okay? So just a small shift, a small change like that to a shoulder press can make all the difference in the world. And all we're doing is just doing them knuckles out, not knuckles back. And that's it. And that neutral shift to your elbows coming more in front of you changes things so much. 
This is what we do as personal trainers. We fine tune and we find those little bitty details like that, that literally could be hindering you because every time you do a shoulder press, you could be tightening your traps and ultimately causing you more headaches causing you more stress, causing you more tension, which pulls your, for your shoulders forward more, compresses your diaphragm, pushes your intestines in, pushes your stomach against your esophagus, will cause constipation, will cause a lack of depth to breath, maybe exercise-induced asthma, uh, will cause acid reflux, will cause that back to turn under so that your low back starts to actually get hurt. All of these things get triggered by literally people doing their exercises in a way that's actually making them more imbalanced and, and more tight. And so we really fight that good fight when, when we work with our clients here. That is why we start our all of our sessions. Every client that works out with, we start them with uh, <clears throat> basically you know, some type of assessment that, uh, not some type, we go through the same exact assessment with every client, but we've got to find out where their imbalances are. Otherwise, they're only as strong as their weakest link. So we teach them to foam roll, we teach them to stretch, we teach them how to do mobility. If you don't live in St. Louis and you haven't done an assessment, we can do that by video with you. You know, if you do live in St. Louis and you're not wanting to come in here, we can do it by video with you. All of it can be done by video. It is a very good assessment. I would highly recommend doing it if you haven't ever done it before. But if you are doing shoulder presses, my recommendation would be knuckles out, not knuckles back. Just notice how those elbows go back behind me and that ignites this area and this area. When my knuckles are here and elbows are in front of me, that's gonna ignite this area. And the rear part of my shoulder, which is what we want to have working, that's what's gonna really make us more mobile, less stress-induced, and less tight, okay? Now, <clears throat> from a, a discipline standpoint, um, I wanna talk a little bit about faith. Uh, and uh, what I've found is that if your faith is there first, then the rest of the journey is on God, right? Like you've taken it out of your lap, okay? You don't even have to worry about it because he's in control now. But when you don't put your faith into a situation first, then you don't really allow him the opportunity to take control and you're much more likely to run into a lot of pitfalls, a lot of roadblocks, a lot of off meals, a lot of friends that lead you into off meals, a lot of work companions that uh, hinder you and really don't position you appropriately. You'll also get bad advice and uh, you'll take that bad advice and you'll do things that hinder your progress. If you're thinking about weight loss or you're just thinking about getting healthier, okay, and you wanna start the new year as healthy as possible, maybe you've made some mistakes, maybe you've gotten yourself off track, the first thing I would suggest doing before anything is wholeheartedly get down on your knees, get into a quiet place and ask God that he would come with you for the journey. God, please show me what I should do. Please show me what I should eat. Please show me who I should go to. Please show me who I should hire. 
Please show me who I should listen to and not listen to. Uh, please show me what videos I should watch and not watch. Please tell me what books I should read and not read. We can get bad advice. And so we don't want to just take advice from any old person. But if God's in it with you, then you stand a chance. So every day you can go to him and say, I know you're with me in this. I know you're going to help me to make the right choices. I know that you're going to put a spirit of conviction on me if I try to go into a direction that I shouldn't because you know what's for my own good and you know what's going to hinder me. So trust in him, but put that faith first. Put it in him first, okay? And then I promise you, you are going to get through the process so much differently. And we have a, a little card. And if you guys want one of these, even if you live out of town, I'll mail it to you. It's a, it's a marketing card. On the back, it has a before and after picture and it has our phone number and email. But on the front of it, it says, faith it till you make it. And uh, I believe that. I believe that if you're getting ready to go through any situation, if you're in faith on it first, it may seem impossible. It may look impossible. Um, I have goals. I have, I have things that envisions that I feel like God's given me. I feel he's given me a vision for our bakery. And he's shown me and he's proven to me through quarantine uh, that if I didn't uh, open that bakery, we wouldn't have fed ourselves. Like we wouldn't have had any money. Uh, I don't have a huge savings account that we could have gone into. I put everything I have into this place. Um, and it's it's doing well now, you know, and we're, we're doing well. So I'm thankful I did it. But that doesn't mean that I've earned all the money back because I haven't. Uh, so through quarantine, we used the bakery and that's how we survived. Uh, and I remember a year prior, I, I was certain God showed me how to do this bakery and how to build it. And I had opposition from so many different directions. I just had people planting the most negative seeds into me. They would just say, you're too busy. This is going to be too much for you. It's going to be overwhelming. And it honestly is a release for me. I love it. I love baking. I don't, even though they're long days and hard days and stressful days sometimes, because we have so much to do and so much to get out. I love it. I love the break of it and the challenge of it. And I also love seeing kids eat my baked goods. It blesses me so much. So why am I telling you this whole story? Well, we're at a turning point now. We need to grow. Uh, we, we need more space and, and, and I need to do some uh, construction in my kitchen and I need to get some more space. And so I went to the bank and I tried to get an SBA loan and they said we had to be in business uh, for at least five years. I don't know how that makes sense because why would I need an SBA loan if, if, if I was in business for five years? I probably would have enough profit to pay for it. Uh, but anyways, so I got turned down uh, and then I wanted to give up and basically just say, well, I guess I'll just stay the size that I am. But we kept finding new opportunities for growth. And one of the opportunities was that I wanted to create a dry ingredient package that I could ship across the country. So for people in Texas that want to make my protein cookies, I'd like to ship them the dry ingredients and they can add coconut oil, they can add eggs, they can add vanilla, and they've got cookies, basically. Uh, well, we need more space to be able to do it. And so what I did was I sat down and said, okay, I went to the bank on my own goodwill. I decided I wanted to go to the bank and get an SBA loan. I didn't ask God if I should go to the bank and get an SBA loan. If I did, he probably would have said they're not going to give it to you. But I didn't ask him. And so then I sat down and prayed. 
and I didn't get a clarity on things and it took me months to get clarity on it and I prayed and I prayed and I believed God that he would give me the direction and one day I woke up and I said I need to pass out 10 business plans not all at one time two at a time I need to write a very personal letter to each person that I'm going to hand it to explain to them our growth explain to them where we're headed uh, and where I want to head and explain to them what a great blessing it would be if they would be willing to give us a loan and that we pray the bless you know that the that the loan would be a blessing to them because they would earn interest off the money I also explained to them how well I've done with paying my bills and how I could get them references if they wanted someone to talk to them about me paying bills. I did not feel prompted to pass out 10. I just felt prompted to pass out two. And I have no idea why. But I had my assistant who does the graphic data and I had her put together this business plan. And um, it's beautiful. I mean, they did an amazing job. She did an amazing job. It has all these beautiful pictures in it. And I was very thorough with the business plan. I had a photographer come and take pictures. I was very thorough. I went through all of the uh, uh, training that I'd been taught and that I learned and that I read exactly how to write one. And I went through every single checks and balance. And I told God, you tell me who. You tell me who and you tell me when. And I felt a prompting for both two people and I've given it to them. One person has given me some wisdom. They're still making the decision. The other person uh, had a family member who was an accountant and she said, Debbie, I showed the, um, my you know, sister on all this and she's been an accountant for 30 years and she said it was one of the best business plans she had seen in a long time. That's not me tooting my own horn. That's me tooting God's horn. Because when I went to the bank, I didn't have that business plan. And so I don't know, maybe the bank would have had, maybe that bank would have had a different opinion. Now I have since uh, discussed with the bank multiple times what their regulations are so that I would learn and know like when I could be available for it, but I'm, it's gonna be a while and I'm probably gonna need it in five years maybe, who knows? So then at least now I'll know, I'll have that knowledge. But the thing is, is that I didn't, God gave me the vision for it, but when I went to try to get the money, I didn't step into faith with it first. And what I needed to do was just put it in faith. And I needed to say, God, you're in control. You're going to bring this money in when this money needs to come in. I don't know if it's going to be this year. I don't know if it's going to be next year. I don't know if someone is going to charge this interest rate or if someone's just going to give it. You know, I don't know. But what I know is, is that I'm going to lend all of this to you, God, and I'm going to have you decide when it should happen. So that long story, okay, and all that scenario, the summary of that for you, and I like to put a real spin on things, so I hope that that helps you guys. Um, the summary of that is when you're ready to embark on a life-changing experience and changing your health is a life-changing experience, do not take one step, one step without having that meeting with the Lord and without asking him, who would you have me see? Where would you have me go? What will you have me to eat? Where will I buy it? How will I afford it? You are the provider. You are the source, God. If you want this for me, I know that you'll provide it. Don't do it on your own and don't do any of it on your own. Wait, wait in faith. 
hand it to him first, put it in his lap, then I promise you, if he's the one in control of it and you've put all of the control on him, you will not struggle at the level at which you may have struggled in the past. He will help with the cravings. He will help with the sustainability. He will help you to die to your flesh and to lend to the spirit. And then when you eat each day, you will truly feel like you're feeding your spirit just as much your spirit man as much as your physical one. And God will use that and he'll just do tremendous things with it. You'll change people's lives with that health message and just with the message of your health changing. Now, another thing that I want to talk about is that it is, you know, when it comes to being in faith, it's a slow process, uh, but quitting <laughs> is the only thing that will ensure failure and quitting is is not going to speed it up. So it's slow, but God's got perfect timing. And when he's the one in control, he knows who you need to not be with, who you need to not be around because they're going to hinder your progress, who you need to not invite, uh, what restaurant you need to not go to because they have the wrong ingredients. He knows this stuff. But if it takes time to get to where you want to go, you got to be patient and you got to trust in him. Okay. He is taking his time for a reason. And he may just be sitting around waiting for you to trust him. He might be saying, you ever going to trust me and just trust me and let me stay in control of this situation for you? Because when the day comes that you finally, finally set it on, on his lap and you let him be the one that's in, in direct control of your health and you honor him with the choices that you make for your body, you're going to see breakthrough like you've never seen in your life. And you can start over as many times as you want there is no limit. You have never ever in your life blown it so much that you can't start over. And don't wait till tomorrow and don't wait till next week and don't wait till the first of the year. I'm telling you, I feel a passion from the inside of me all the way out my mouth on this. Do not wait until January. If you have not been doing your food correctly, get on it the next meal you eat today. If you ate a bunch of bad food today, don't eat for the rest of the day. Fast until tomorrow. Wake up tomorrow and have some eggs. Then at lunchtime, have some salmon and some green beans. Then in the afternoon, have some almonds. And then for dinner, have a hamburger with no bun and a bunch of lettuce. And, you know, cut up some cucumber and some tomatoes. You know, get on something. If you've messed up, you can start over. There is no reason to not get started over. Your health and your life and the health of your family, all of the people around you depend on it. God has a call on your life specifically. And if you're staying bogged down by bad food and sugar and you're staying all fogged up, you're not going to be able to fulfill the call at the level at which he expects you to. This is a missing piece of the puzzle. If you've messed up, you can start again. Please try it again, one meal at a time. Change your health, one choice, one meal at a time. You can do this. Now we are gonna talk a little bit about Christmas as we go. Uh, for those of you that are gonna celebrate uh, Christmas and it'll just really just be a lot like Thanksgiving, you know, so we're just gonna talk about, 
you know, kind of some different choices and things that we can make. And it'll just be a brief reminder to you guys just to kind of motivate and inspire you. But remember, next week and then the following week will be our last week. So we've got next week and then the week after that on the 19th will be our last week. Also remember, if you want to sign up again, the cost is only $85 if you've been in it before. If you would be a blessing and refer someone else to it, it'll be $125 a month for them. And I think that they will learn so much from it. and It'll really help to change them and their family. Uh, we don't ever charge extra for family members. So if they have a large family, we would be more than happy to add some of the family members to the list so that they can hear the messages as well. So it's just one household charge. So I hope that helps you guys. I pray that you have a blessed weekend. And I pray that if you are not on track right now, that you would get back on track and trust that the Lord is with you every step of the way, one meal at a time, make positive, clean decisions. God bless you all.